0: Hey, folks, it's John here at uh, Michigan Pathways. So uh, real quick, just want to kind of give you guys um, kind of an event that's going on. It's been going on for a very long time. So uh, if anybody is familiar with uh, tip uptown, tip Town, Tip-Up Town USA in Holton Lake, Michigan, uh, that is coming up this year. And I uh, got some information on it yesterday. But if you're not aware of it, it is in Holton Lake, Michigan. It is uh, it's the last two weekends of January, so it's the 21st and 22nd, and then you have the 27th and 28th. You can go on their Chamber of Commerce, or you can Google it anywhere. It'll, it'll come up there. So it is billed as the largest winter festival in Michigan. I lived in Holton Lake for three years, folks, and every year the town is just booming, <laughs> And um, it has a lot to offer. It really does. Uh, I know it's good for the businesses uh, when you go up there and you're thinking, you know, how does this town survive? And i tell you what, uh, it's things like, you know, Tip-Up Town and uh, the hunting that goes on and the stuff that's local in the area. But Tip-Up Town, even with Holton Lake itself, has it's got great fishing on there. I said, I lived there for three years. And um, some of the events that they do have are really cool. Uh, everything from the snowmobile racing to the ice sculptures, a lot of great family, family activities, um, the carnival, and also the ice fishing. Uh, I do believe it started off as a ice fishing contest and such like that and just kind of um, went out from there. Uh, tip up town. Uh, the name comes from the tip-ups that they use for the ice fishing, if you're not uh, familiar with that. So um, I never really used them. I always, you know, I was always jigging and stuff like that, small rod, a little Zebcos and stuff like that. So um, so if you guys get a chance, head on out there this year, and uh, I'll keep uh, bringing this up to you um, throughout the month. As I said, it's at the end of this month. So go out there and check it out. Let me know what you guys think, and uh, see you on the trail. Take care. Bye. Hey, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. I'm your host, John. And um, so it is a Thursday. It's the twelfth, and uh, the weather here in southeastern Michigan isn't all that great. Can't make its mind up what it wants to do, but um, it'll do what it wants to. <laughs> um, I do apologies if I sound kind of off right now. I've been dealing with what everybody else has been dealing with as far as uh, sinus infections and getting sick and what type of thing. So my voice and everything kind of throw. It's how everything is right now, so bear with me if you can. So, um, on to today's show, it's gonna be a two parter. So, uh, over on my page, um, I have a, a, a buddy that follows me, and um, Chris Hiller is his name. You can find him on uh, Michigan Pathways, Michigan Hikers, and um, Chris has a lot to offer when it comes to gear and um different approaches to trails and such like that. So I advise you know, if you guys want to see what Chris is up to, you know, come on over to Michigan Pathways, uh Michigan hikers. So he's got a lot to offer. I've been wanting to try to hook up with him and kinda do a a video and that type of thing, but my schedule hasn't been all that great. So uh Chris did agree to uh send me um I sent him the list of questions. He sent me some stuff back. So And then i told him verbatim i'll just go ahead and read it as is because what he wrote i can't condense down because it just doesn't make sense if i try to do that and um he wrapped it up pretty good so his uh three bits of advice for new hikers is one start slow i'm approaching 20k trail miles and i still start every hike with a couple easy days i threw hiked the appalachian trail three times and now every time i see plenty of inexperienced hikers trying to do big miles right from the start they end up getting injured or discouraged when planning hike when planning on a hike allow to build up those big miles and you'll enjoy your hike much more and i agree um My eyes were wide open when I hear, you know, guys, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20, 25 miles. You know, I was at that time watching Alex Mayer and him doing the uh, Uper trails and such like that and him knocking out 20 miles. I'm like, great. But, you know, there's 20, 20 years between me and Alex. So um, can't do that when, you know, when you're inexperienced, you you definitely got to build up to that. Um, number two, long distance hiking is all about knowing what not to bring. My gear is consistently evolving as I look for things I can do without. I routinely look at each piece of gear and ask myself, do I really need this? Does it serve more than one purpose? If I haven't touched it in a week, I get rid of it. On the trail, it's about the weight. Light is fast and fast is fun. And I agree. But like I've told you guys, you know, for the beginners and such like that, to make yourself kind of feel at home, bring a comfort item. You know, the 10 essentials have to be there. You know, we all talk about them and that's part of our survival. But if we can find a multi-purpose for something, this, that or anything else, then, you know, we could lessen ourselves. But I'm not ready to take that big leap. Um but remember, comfort is always, you know, right there with you when you break something from home. Um, number three, be able to hike and camp on your own. I see so many rookie hikers, especially on the big trails, who are comfortably hiking with another person or in a small group. While there are some advantages, you end up letting the success or failures of your attempt through hiking depend on other people. Plus, for me, I value solitude and I agree um, we've talked about this before here on this channel here and if you can um, hike alone and you can do it safely and you feel confident that you can do it you know I went out in 2019 on an overnight it felt weird it, it definitely did but you know eventually you break that it doesn't happen overnight and um Still, I have, you know, buddies and such like that that I go hiking with. I'd like to try a couple more, you know, solos, and uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to those. So, hang around, and on the flip side, we'll talk about water management. So, you guys stay tuned. Hey guys, and uh, we're back here real quick. So um, now we're going to move off to the water management part here. So in regards to water management, know how much you need. This can be tricky because it varies widely among different people and takes uh, experience to figure it out. I know what I need. one. I know I need about one liter for every five miles on the trail in really hot conditions Uh, Two, know your max carrying capacity I know that the max maximum about I can carry is six liters I often had to carry that in the Nevada desert in Israel that's over 13 pounds of water any more than that and I risk injury number three treat your water either chemically or mechanically I think I've tried everything from iodine to bleach to gravity gravity filters and pumps. It takes time and energy to filter 6 liters, but it also it's better than Giardia and Crypto. I currently use a Sawyer squeeze filter. It filters down to 10 microns, but it doesn't filter out bad taste. I've had to consume some really awful water over the years, but if you... Or thirsty enough; it all tastes good. And I agree. We uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, the filters, folks, all, all they do is they just filter out all the bad stuff that's you know in the water for you. And but it doesn't take away the taste. You know, you still you can't be picky with water out there. That's that's the one thing um, most people don't realize is you really can't be picky with water source. I mean, you can to be some degree if you know your trail, you know, if this is your first time on this trail. And like I said before, you can kind of plan, kind of plan to see where, you know, your next streams are, if you have a source of water, campsites or something you come across. Um, it's always a good thing. You know me, I carry at least two liters of water and a 16-ounce bottle. A lot of people say, God, it's a lot for Michigan. It is. But I don't like to take the chance. Um, but out of those two liters, that's what I filled my 16 ounce bottle up with. So with that being said, uh, I, you know, I really sided here with Chris on this. Is you guys know your limitations, uh, but like Th- um, Thomas has said before, don't ration your water. You know, if you have to drink, you've got to drink. You're gonna get dehydrated. You're gonna start cramping up, and know how to balance uh your water and i said planning is always a good thing so i hope you guys enjoyed that a little bit and uh, i do appreciate it uh chris uh for sending that information in and hopefully we can get together and uh, maybe do an interview and such and kind of go over some gear uh with that being said you guys have a great thursday and uh as always i hope i to see you guys on the trail take care bye